0: Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here. And Kelly. And we are back
1: for Hashtag RPG at Day 2023. And the 16th of August is Game You Wish You Owned. So yesterday no. you totally said you had one. I'm wondering what that is. Oh
0: yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, we used to own it. When we were young, uh, but I, we don't know what happened to it. That's so. ominous. Awesome. <clears throat> but, uh, the, uh, Elf Quest official role playing game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we had that because I mean, my sister and I love, we create, we, uh, heck, I still remember. Character she created as well as I created. Um, uh, but we never actually got to play play because we hadn't gotten a gm And I don't know what happened to the book. I think I know that possibly my brother. <laughs> but, okay. But I would love, you know, uh, another uh, uh, copy of it. But since they're out of print and stuff, they're pretty expensive, that I mean like the the less uh um the mm-hmm. well used will say you know not <laughs> so great condition um ones like run for a minimum of seventy seventy five bucks mm-hmm. I mean to i mean there others is like a hundred two hundred <laughs> like hold on, let me take a look, I was gonna oh think- my God, here is one. <laughs> The one that we had, of course, this one is still shrink-wrapped. It's going for $700 on eBay.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Like, I just, because I just did the Google search, uh, ElfQuest RPG shopping, and i like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh. And we used to have it because my sister and I were huge, particularly my sister, huge ElfQuest fans. Um, and we had it, and I don't we don't know what happened to it? Uh, but uh, yeah, we had made a bunch of characters and different uh, types, and uh, but yeah, so yeah. That's the one that I, uh, oh, and remember our friend Colin, he actually picked up one for mm-hmm. like a hundred plus dollars or something, but an excellent condition yeah. type of thing. So, and Carrie, she had all of the, um, uh, I forget the name. i have to look it up, but, uh, there was a special edition, uh, lead miniatures put out for Elf Quest. Um, uh, and she had them all and had painted them all and uh, but yeah and, you know, and I do so,
1: recall I do have a PDF of that cuz when you guys mentioned wanting to play that You have a I, PDF? I want to I got a PDF of the Elfquest Facebook, just the Facebook.
0: Okay, uh I need to see this. I mean, I would love a copy of the book, you know, mm-hmm. being like you know, but Hey, can you get give me a copy of the PDF there? Okay. <laughs> As
1: it is out of print, I don't feel bad sharing a PDF of it. How about that?
0: <laughs> so that's mine. I know because that's like when I look back in fondness from my youth um, and like, oh, man. But uh, um, how about you? What? Uh, which one do you wish you had? Um, see, that's that's hard because I often
1: will just get myself the game when I really want to. But one that I have not picked up, mainly because I have not uh, got a big group that will play the uh, game system is I would love to get into the Fallout role playing game because apocalypse, Fallout, all the great stuff. But it is the 2D 20 system used by Star Trek and uh, mm-hmm. Conan and-, mm-hmm. and Conan. So not a lot of people are actually playing that mechan- the game mechanic because it's complicated, but great. And it's great for synergy, you know, once you get used to it. But the Fallout uh, role-playing game would definitely be one I'd love to give a shot to because it's Fallout. I mean, it's campy, it's serious, it's horrible, it's apocalyptic, you know, but it's super fun. Of course, uh, the other one that I would totally come out with, too, is uh, the new game Hallows. That's H-O-L-L-O-W-S, which basically it's still a game in playtest. It has yet to come out. They've been teasing it for, like, ever. But uh, it's currently still in playtest where you basically play folks that are fighting giant titan-sized monsters. So you're getting this whole aspect of little guy fighting giant titan monster. And it just has this really cool spooky feel to it. So I just, I totally want to see it, but I want to know what the game mechanic is, you know. But uh, they are currently in playtest still with Rowan, Rook, and Deckard. For strange games for curious people. But it definitely looks interesting. As well as they uh, they do have their Google Drive open for playtesters that want to try it and then give feedback. But of course, if you do that, you can't really talk about it. That's the secret. <laughs> I just want to throw that one out. That's totally the secret. Because once you playtest it, you're totally NDA'd until the game comes out
0: mm well, I can see why that, might
1: be. oh, yeah, you definitely wanna make sure you know that you you're protecting everything and you know you don't want any bad press early on because it's not a completed product. it's basically here you are breaking the mechanics to see if it works. But uh, you're trapped in a pocket dimension of rust and ruin that poisons the real world around the players take on the role of hunters who tilt headlong into the Hallows to attempt to slay, perhaps rescue, the tormented and twisted individuals at the center of each of the Hallow. It just just has some fun metrics. Cool. As my cat is apparently thinking, he also wishes to inspect the Hallows, for he is attacking (laughs) at this very moment. He's like, yes, take me as a cat. I will take you into the hallows dimension. A la enemy style. But uh, definitely Fallout for me, because they've got so much easy material fed to them. How could they not have a great RPG? Though I know you're not a big fan of the apocalyptic stuff. E- Though I will totally say I was hoping for the longest time that Genesis Edge Studios would have gotten the IP for Fallout. Because at one point, there were totally fans making the Fallout setting for using Genesis Dice. And it does work beautifully. It's even in the Genesis Players Guide. They basically abridged the Fallout rules that they made and totally gave you the, for an apocalyptic setting, here are some examples. And they give you how to deal with radiation poisoning and some apocalyptic gear. your classic iodine stuff. All about the iodine pills. <laughs> and I actually think that's one of the items. But it works
0: better if you take it prior to exposure. Yep. If you
1: take it during exposure, your thyroid is still toast.
0: <laughs> yeah. But if you take <laughs> it before
1: exposure to radiation, your thyroid will not die and kill you with it. But uh, those are definitely my two choices, Hallows and Fallout, just because, again, so much cool information out there. Who does not want a town that's got a giant nuclear bomb inside the town as a thing that, like in the actual Fallout game, you have an option to go hit it with a hammer. And I won't spoil what happens if you choose to hit it with a hammer. But it's it's a total. I just
0: keep thinking Joe Dirt with the when he hits you, that thing with the hammer and ew. See here, I
1: was thinking the little gremlin from the old Bugs Bunny cartoons back in the back of the day, <laughs> oh, where the little oh, yeah. little gremlin is just tinking away on the bomb on the plane. <laughs> do 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 do. do. <laughs> But yeah, that is definitely the game that I I wish I owned, but honestly it's one of the ones that I've just edited myself from purchasing because it's one of those if I bought it it would just sit on the shelf. It would just be a dust collector. And and as as I as I mature in seasons, I try to not want to pick up games that that will not get paid, played just because my vanity wants to read it from cover to cover. <laughs> But as a GM, it's good to read other RPGs cover to cover. Because it could have something in there cool that you want to steal. Just throwing that one out there. But again, I'm so bad about seeing an RPG and I'm like, ooh, purchase. I know. I mean, I could also throw out as a quick second. I would love to pick up the uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers RPG. But my personal feelings have me keeping from buying anything with the Hasbro label on it just because I'm a jerk.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, they are both cool RPGs. I've thumbed through them on the books at the at the store. But I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm going to vote with my dollars and not feed Hasbro.
0: Yeah, I mean, as much as I enjoyed the Dungeons & Dragons movie, I don't necessarily, you know, I'm still sore about what they've tried to do.
1: This is true. They, 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 it was bad, the spirit of bad business.
0: Yeah, that was not
1: nice. It that totally has not full. Cool. Nothing to do with, uh, I have a podcast called D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, and I wanted to go to D&D 1.
0: No, but still, it's like <laughs> totally against the spirit of what Dungeons, is and all Dun- about. Dungeons and Dragons was, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a reason why we've have we have mountains of gaming content because forever more in a day we have GMs making and creating and sharing content with zero limitations put on them because the spirit of the game was we're all playing a game of make believe you know let's share I mean it makes perfect sense with the old copyright laws that the things that are forgotten realms and have been written into creation from them that stuff belongs to them. But all of the other stuff that was open gaming licensed, that's been given to the world. You know, you can't claim dominion over something that's been set free.
0: Exactly. You can't put the genie back in the bottle.
1: And if you want to make more money from D&D, make more supplements. Make good yeah. supplements.
0: Yeah, and not just change a couple of words.
1: After all, I will totally point out the earlier adventures, which I still have to do a review, but I just can't make it nice. Of the earlier games, the books that were written by not Wizards of the Coast, but but it was their book because they paid someone else to write it for them. Mm-hmm. And then you totally get an RPG adventure where they're calling things that are things that are not called that anymore in this edition of D&D, And you're just <laughs> like, I smell 3.5 all over
0: this. <laughs> it has a distinct width
1: of 3.5. As you say, ah, Green Ronin, good publishing company. They make a lot of 3.5 material. <laughs> <laughs> but that will definitely run uh, wrap up the game you wish you owned, because I want to own them all.
0: <laughs> well, you're well on your way.
1: Ah, I'm never close enough, but too far away.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like at the same time, it's like, yeah, I wish I had it too, but Will I play it? Because so many games, so little
1: time. Uh, that is that is one of the things. Life is too short to play all the RPGs you want to. And on the plus side, on the 18th, we can talk about our favorite game system. I mean, which is totally ties into that. So uh, we will definitely wrap up the uh, game we wish we owned, and we'll be back tomorrow with funniest game you've played. That could be so many different ones.
0: Yeah, it's, that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm.
1: It's got to be the funny ha-ha. I mean, I've got I, I've got some doozies of stories, so that'll be a long episode, I bet. All guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, please check out D&D Journey of the 5th Edition and Ragnarok and Roll a Scion Hero to Ragnarok Story. Also check out our Patreon page for more content and behind the scenes things as well as joining us for a one-shot game or two.